Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. Uh, our dear Obi is not feeling well today, so in his stead, I have a wonderful guest. You guys know her, you love her. She is one half of the Around the Way Curls podcast, Miss Antoinette Henry. Hello, friend. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, queen. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you for being here with us. <laughs> Um, we had initially planned on having this episode with you always in mind, but of course my other half was going to be there, um, but he's given us his blessing, um, while he's recuperating to just go ahead and, um, have this, this girl time together. So I'm really Sending excited. healing vibes. Yes, 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 please. Uh, to Obi. send some love and healing vibes to Obi. Um, it's not the Rona. Don't worry about that, but you know. Still, we still in, in <laughs> flu season and all that other kind of stuff. So um, definitely want to make sure that he's feeling well. But so excited to be having this conversation with you. Um, and so I, typically we start our podcast off just checking in and seeing how we're doing. So how you doing? How was your week win? Oh, I'm doing well. I am currently in Philadelphia. Right. Okay. I live in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. I came home to one of my dear friends is an artist here. Her name is Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan, and she just drops her her. Um, she hit us with deluxe that deluxe album. Yes, yes, and it, it, deluxe it is. And so I came down just to. She's about to leave for tour too, so came down to show her some love I and love support that. before she goes, and to just you know she gets very nervous. Um, whenever she releases anything new, sure. so we like to huddle around her and just distract her okay. <laughs> as okay. much as possible. And then everything's, you know, usually the next day she'll see that no one's told her that she's sucks, and then everything. <laughs> and then fine. she's she's good to go. And then she's like, okay, I'm, I'm straight. I'm <laughs> but, over um, it. Yeah. And and the fact that she's still the, I mean, I it's funny because I semi. I don't know. I, I I sat back today and realized, like, I'm so used to hearing her just singing and asking her to shut up and be quiet. <laughs> you know, like, just be like, girl, you are loud. Not li-, you like, be telling Jasmine you know, like, B. Sullivan loud. to shut up. <laughs> she's loud. And so I and I realized that what a what a privilege it is. Uh-huh. I think I realized it today. I was like, oh, you know what? What people would pay that maybe you still loud. <laughs> So I, I, it's it's that weird place of um, uh, rec- I re- absolutely recognize her genius and I'm in awe sure. of her. But it's also it's interesting to see how she um how she's very human yeah. and very sensitive about her shit. But I'm I, I'm just riding the wave, the high of that. I'm really proud of her and happy I for her. I can only so. imagine that is really exciting. Yeah. So I'm in good spirits. That's today. good. Well, yeah. I think you guys have a lot to celebrate. I haven't had the chance to listen to the deluxe yet, but I will be doing that as soon as we wrap here. So very excited to hear the oh. project. <laughs> What's that? What was that? Oh, how are you doing? You know, um, <laughs> there's there's been a lot oh. of <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a that's my favorite thing oh. uh there's been a lot of transition in my work life recently um mm-hmm. and it's 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 shaking me a bit because I wasn't expecting it um and so I'm trying to stay open and hopeful that even though things are changing it is for my good and I'm I'm, I'm trying to stay and live in that space 
Um, But it's hard because when, I mean, I've been with the organization going on three years now and I was in a very comfortable situation and it feels like somebody's shaking the table under me a little bit. So Mm. um, just processing that. They needed to be shook though. It sounded, you know, sounded like you were getting a little, a little comfortable. I do remember telling you, yeah, I do. And this is, um, I, I, it's so interesting because I, I listened to the, I don't want to call it the theology episode that you had a few weeks, a, a few weeks ago, but like just thinking about. Oh, with Candace yeah, Bembo? The way that I, my relationship oh, with, you know, God and religion and spirituality. And I remember, I think you and I spoke towards the end of last year and I was sharing with you that like my job, I was feeling a little, not complacent, but it was, it was getting, I was, I was a little bored. I was a little bored with my position. Yeah. I was a little bored with what, you know, my responsibilities were. And at that time, I had brought that to my boss. And she and I were, she was like, well, in the new year, we'll definitely think of a game plan. And she said, her, you know, (laughs) you know, you got to be careful what you ask for is what I will say. She said, oh, you're bored. Okay. And and they they clearly took that and ran with it because bored I am not right now. Um, So, Mm. you know, it I'm bored out of my mind at work. Right. Are you really? I'm shutting up. Yeah, girl, don't say nothing. Yeah. Don't, don't yep. say, I mean, unless you want it to change, unless you want that, that boredom to, cause he will give it to No, you. it's, it's only, it's only going to last this, this week. Okay. And then I'm, I'm shipped off to a new brand. Oh, but girl, really? Okay. Well, that's kind of exciting. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. But I, I'm happy that, um, I'm, I, I hope that it's, that the transition comes with some ease soon, but I am happy that you're not feeling Mm-hmm. Like your day to day is mundane because I feel like that's what was happening. It was. It was. That definitely was. The, yeah. the fear with the switch now is management styles are very different now. So I like I'm working Ooh. under a, a brand new department. The department is not new, but it's new to me. Um, and right. the the workings are just different. And um yeah, it's just a lot to adjust That's to. That's what I'm bracing for. I'm about to have a new, I'm someone's, a new director yeah. for the yeah. It's going to be like, okay, hey, yeah. what is you? how is your right. process? Let's right, go. And like, it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting because, you know, when, when you, when you have transitions like this, people like to share with you, like, this is, you know, the vision for the team. And I'm like, okay, but how do you deal with correspondence how did what what are your communication styles like how like the little thing very practical exactly no one ever talks about that in the beginning and then you start moving the way that you have been and then all of a sudden it's like oh wait no girl we don't do that like that over here and it's like well you didn't tell me that so how would i know you Mm. know so it's uh, what's see i for me mm -hmm. i'm a project manager and so my job is to make sure processes and okay, but okay. I'm going somewhere new where they have their own process right, established right. and I have to learn it and then make sure that like I'm either, you know, expanding it, tightening yep. it up or like, <laughs> so I'm just, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I just got, I just got the other one down I know like, like you and go. that's we a, about to have some old exactly shit. and I feel the same way with my job even though there was it was feeling monotonous I fought like I was finally in a position 
especially after COVID, when we were returning back to office where like I knew what my job was and I knew how to mm-hmm. execute it well. And now mm-hmm. I have this new position and I have this new team that I need to work. Like it's just like starting from scratch all over again. And yeah. it's I'm I'm it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. And if it's not great, yeah. then you know what? We're gonna push feet and be out. And then that'll just be that. Oh, you know, I just I hope no one from the job. Listens. I mean, if and if they do, that's a realistic thing. Right now, like, get her out of here. She's they gone. wish they girl the love. You, we don't even need to talk about that. But they love me over there at the job, honey. They do. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure. Any room you walk into, you tend to Stop. people tend to be like, oh, my God. Do they really say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Thank you. Bye. All right. Next. We ain't done. <laughs> now. Uh, well, you know what? You could just let I, it go. I just, you know, like, it's always nice to hear these things. <laughs> um, So this week, one um conversation I think you and I have had probably in a, a myriad of different ways personally. Definitely have talked to Obi about this off, off the mic. But, um... At the height of 2020, this was something that I was really focusing on, and I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and and share it with our listeners. Um, so this week we're going to talk about decentering romance. Is that a is that a phrase you've ever heard before? Is that a practice that you're familiar with? I mean, I I know the word decentering, <laughs> and I know romance. I fucking hate. I'm curious you. to know. <laughs> I know. I'm curious to know what that. What that means put together uh-huh. to you, like what's your context? Well, is? what do you think, Please, as queen. somebody who knows what decentering means? Oh, this not about to be a I'm quiz. Not, Wait, I, but I want we need to level <laughs> set, and <laughs> I would Girl. love to know what if if with you knowing what those two words mean, what does that mean for you? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting. I think what it means in general mm-hmm. is the idea of exploring love um and exploring rom well sounds like not exploring romance mm-hmm. which is tricky cuz i don't agree with that <laughs> but exploring love um <laughs> outside of romantic intimate well not necessarily intimate but romantic love right, right? Uh-huh. like what is love without uh, that's of course everyone's default but romance I feel can absolutely exist without a partner okay okay so I don't necessarily dissenter romance Mm -hmm. but I think that and I don't know if I dissenter love I think if anything I look at it um from a from a more broad view Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. And all of the possibilities of what love can right. look like and what romance can look right. like. But I'm pretty sure that that's not what decentering no, is. No. <laughs> um, <Is> it- <laughs> well, I thank you for sharing that with me. And um, and I was doing a lot of, like I, I said before, I was doing a lot of this work kind of at the at the height of the pandemic and just being in a place where I couldn't occupy space with partners 
Um, and then mm-hmm. also in that separation, thinking about who I was partnering with, why I was with those particular people, what they were bringing into my life. Was it was it was it positive? Was it negative? Was it toxic? Was it routine? Was it mon- like was was it something that was filling me? Um, and a mm. friend of mine, Lauren Brake, actually, who who's been uh, who's a friend of the pod, who's been on, she had posted something that someone had shared. Um, in her stories about decentering romance, and I kind of fell into a bit of a, a wormhole about it. And I've read a couple of articles, and there isn't any one particular definition for it. But from what I've gathered, is just stopping. Oh, let me read this. Um, it says here, and this is from an article titled um, Decentering Romantic Love, Moving Toward Revolutionary Love by Antonia George. Um, And she wrote this article on medium.com. And one line that I really gravitated to was, where is it? Um, She said, recently I've been doing a lot of work of decentering romantic love in my life. Shout out to various women on Twitter for being a big part of why I started thinking about this, particularly thinking about the ways that centering my life around waiting for a great love story has caused me to be stagnant in many areas of my life and lack boundaries. And I think that was something that had resonated with me for unfortunately like a decade where I feel like once I got into college and I started having romantic partners and like there was some sort of there was thinking that like every man that I ever met would of course have to be my boyfriend and then we would get engaged and then we would Mm. get married and that didn't happen and it, it, it hasn't happened and I just remember thinking about how like how important having a boyfriend was to my success outside of the the creative things that I was doing outside of the, the you know professional things that I was doing so much of my thinking so much of my occupying space so much of my planning to go to events and stuff was around potentially meeting a person that I could mm. be in a romantic relationship with and it wasn't allowing me to live a fuller fruitful life because all of my priorities was on romance or whatever I thought romance could look like would be and I think from all of the reading that I've done around this topic when you think about decentering romance it's just not saying that I'm not looking for love or that I don't want to be in a relationship but that isn't it isn't isn't maybe the top three priority of my life right now, um, or or maybe ever will be. And I think for me, it was really important at that time because I was doing a lot of interpersonal work to think about how how who I am when I am in relationships, and also why was this such why was it so important? Why was it such a huge part of my life and my identity? Um, like just figuring that out for myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any answers yet. We're still on that journey, but um and and I think that you had mentioned that you this is not something that you prescribe to or or would consider a practice for your life. Um I would just love to know. No. No. No, you I okay. think no, not not necessarily that. I think that I just my approach is a little bit different. Everybody's approach and it could be semantics. Sure. 
But I think um, for me right now, I, I don't know. I, I, I can identify with wanting to be chosen, right. wanting to be seen, wanting to, you know, really wanting to love someone. Yes. Really, because I feel like I am at my absolute best when I am in partnership Hmm. and actively loving someone. That is when I am vibrating. Like, I know it. My frequency is on a whole other level. And I am just like, I'm a loving light bitch. I'm like (laughs) out here (laughs) healing the world. I got to be honest. So wait, Um, can I, do you mind if I, if we dissect a little bit of that? Cause like, well, I'm about, okay. I'm about to go into that. So, um, in saying that I said, I thought to myself, well, that's interesting that I, that I often feel like there's this ache in me. Cause I want mm. to, ha- I want to vibrate on that level, but I'm like, okay, but you're not partnered. Um, but I am also at a place where. I am not so I am not at the place where I want to be chosen so badly where I'm going to be partnered with someone who I know isn't is right. not right. what I really want. Right. 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 So that's growth. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, now I'm exploring uh, a couple things. I had to sit back and I had to s- ask myself, like, well, what is love? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think and like I'm on my bell, bell hook shit, but I, I don't think that we really have a definition for it. She, she gives us a couple of mm-hmm. them. She provides mm-hmm. some, but I feel that, you know, when we're told what love is, it is from a romantic stand, Typically, you yeah. know, uh, right. But also we definitely are not taught how to do it. No, no. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, we're shown how we're just, we're just shown by whatever our parents right. provide. Right. Or what they don't right. provide. Right. You know, or what you see in Disney right. movies and things like that. So I I started to ask myself, well, first, what is it? And so I, I started reading this book called Real Love that I really love. I, <laughs> that I really love. Um, it's called The Art of Mindful Connection. It's by Sharon um, Salzberg. Okay. She's brilliant. And um, I read something. I read it over and over. And it said, love is an ability. And I stopped and was like, <laughs> Love is an ability because I often think like we're not taught how to do it. I often, there are people that tell me they love me, but I don't think that they really know how to Mm -hmm. where it doesn't reach me, where they don't see me or, or whatever it is. So I'm like, Hmm, I know you feel like you really love me, but I don't know if you really know how to do Mm -hmm. it and, and why, and why is there that disconnect? And do I really know how to do Mm -hmm. it? So the ability of it, it took the feeling out of it because we get lost in this, you know, oh, I was swept off. Right, right, fell into it like this. And that's the romanticizing of the love. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it as an ability, I thought to myself, well, wow, what if love wasn't a commodity? You know, what if Hmm. love was no longer this thing that somebody had to give me? What if it was something I could be? What if it was a vibration mm-hmm. that I could access mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. me? What if it's almost like mindfulness of like, no, not, not I, I love you. I am mm. love. Mm. Like I am. Mm-hmm. Like people say it often and they're like, oh, I am love. And you know, you be in that shit. That right. Shit. Even, you know, okay, with your healer, you're with, like, what with the all fuck of does that mean? Vi- and that's it. 
what yeah and it's like what what are you talking about does that right. mean right. and so this book is really giving you practical ways to like be mm-hmm. it and so I sat there and I thought well how can I be love and I started feeling like when I feel in love what is that vibration that I reach so I'm like and how can I reach that vibration without in my aloneness exactly. yeah 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 so I I went throughout the day and no I'm not able to do it all the time I just had to cuss somebody out the day but like <laughs> but could but that not still be mindfulness practice no because I wasn't talking from a place of love but yes holding someone accountable is absolutely love but I say that all this to say that I started going throughout the day of like you know I work from home so I'm in the house alone very mm-hmm. often without a lot of human contact so like how can I still vibrate love and it's in how I water my plants mm-hmm. it was like in how I how I just sat there and was like my being mindful of being in my body and accepting it for the miracle that it mm-hmm. was it was in how I wash the dishes am I doing this with love mm-hmm. or am I just doing it to get through the day right. another fucking thing I to need do. to do yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's the intention behind it when I wash my body did I care for myself really oh wow or is it something that I rushed through yeah. and had to do and we we just don't look at love in that kind of way no because I really believe that we look at it as this thing, this package mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the UPS man, it's like the man standing there with this package and either he's going to give it to us or he's not. Yeah, and we're standing there like, please pick me yep. to give it to yep, me. Yep, yep. When I, in actuality, like we all have the package within mm. us. And no, do I absolutely want to hold somebody, be held, sure. kiss somebody, all that stuff? Of course. that, But that's another extension mm-hmm, of it, you mm-hmm. know? The, the root of it is is this. And I think that's why we're not taught this. We're not really taught how to do this. And I, and Lord knows I, I don't know how to do it completely at all or maybe at all. But once I feel like that mastery comes in, everything else falls into place. Every interaction I have can be one of love. You mm. know, like I want I someone I was doing, <laughs> I'll shut up soon, but I was doing like my, <laughs> my career development plan and they were saying what I asked me what I wanted to be what my long-term goals yeah. were and I just thought to myself like I don't give a fuck about this <laughs> honestly like I, I really honestly I was like yo like this is a means to <sighs> to make a living oh you mean your I'm current position I'm, I'm doing that's what you're saying. okay yeah okay. like I was just like I I mean it's cool it's fine is this what is this what my was this what defines my life? No. And I was like, I really want to be the manifestation of love. Like I, I really want to be that. And so it doesn't matter what job title I have. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, do I want more bread? Sure. But like, it doesn't matter what job title I have. I can be that wherever I go, mm. believe it or not. Hmm. And so that's been how I've been approaching this. So I, I feel like, in a way that is decentering the romantic. romance, but yeah. also if you look at the definition of romance, it's a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think we have to decenter that at all. If we're not part. Yeah. I think, I think if anything, we have to create it. No. And thank you so much for sharing all of that. I think you, t- you touched on a couple of things that kind of piqued my ear when, when you were sharing about, 
finding ways to you know reach those t- those vibrations without being a part without being partnered and i loved the things that you were saying about and i mean i think that we kind of get a lot of the things that you were sharing could fall under the self-love doctrine and just like knowing that you are worthy and and caring for yourself um and making time for yourself and prioritizing yourself outside of partnership um and so like when you mentioned like how how you care for your plants or how you care for blue or how you you know blue is my cat everyone (laughs) oh girl they know they listen they listen um (laughs) or how you like even just washing your body like how you do how you cooking dinner for yourself like just doing all of that um but even if someone else was there you should still do those things someone else was there not yeah because I I'm taking it further. I'm trying to take it further than just self care, mm-hmm. but just a way of being, regardless of wherever I am. No, no, no. I, so even if I'm not cooking dinner for myself, mm-hmm. even if I'm cooking dinner for right. you, but that vibration, like if we vibrated on that, all yeah. of us imagine what's possible. Yeah, I, but I. So the question that I have for you is like, because you 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 use you compared it to when you are in I'm assuming when you are in a romantic relationship with another person compare what to the, the the vibrations you are you're seeking to reach while you're soloed I mean that's the inspiration I don't know if you can they're going to be different sure. I think because it's just a different it is different, but you you know you know the <laughs> energies seeking... that you feel when you are mm-hmm. when you're with a person and when you're not with somebody and wanting to still mm-hmm. feel those that fire oh, yeah, that, that energy ache. that right, and so yeah. I think what I'm trying to maybe get a better understanding of is now understanding that love is an ability and practicing love for yourself. Do you see that? those vibrations that 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 fire that's burning within you when you are in a relationship do you feel that of course it's not going to be the same thing but do you do you are you getting those same those same feelings no, not yet because i i mean no not yet because it's a new practice okay. and i'm still in discovery mode okay but i also i know that i feel i feel better okay okay i know that i feel i know the people around me have been feeling better around sure. me. Well, when you're good, everybody else I is know good. that. Yeah, for sure. But also, like, I know that um, it's helped me enjoy myself mm, and, mm. and enjoy, just enjoy life a, a little more. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I think that longing and that mm-hmm. ache has been gnawing at me for some time. And so... I think now I I it's not that I it's really I have a limited vocabulary <laughs> so it's hard for me to uh Speak but I think right now I I just feel I just feel better. I think there's also a a bit of humanity that I've tapped into mm, within you that mm-hmm. that really allows me to see people and connect with people and and care for them Mm. 
and hopefully that and hope that they see me. But tapping back into that humanity is, I think, incredibly important, specifically for me. And this isn't going to work for everyone else um, because I I can go a week without human contact. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I, it's, it can happen in the days of working mm-hmm. from home and COVID and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to yeah. do it. So even in my aloneness, still being connected to humanity, mm-hmm. this is a practice that is serving me right now. Um, So I don't know if that answered your question, but, but it's also a struggle because I, I know that uh, before this, before I stumbled upon this and really started to to think about it in this way. Yeah. Yeah. It was not easy. It was a lot of nights. And, it, it, and for me, it's usually at night when I get in that bed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my I'm God. I'm really by myself right now. I'm by, I'm myself. by myself. And been by myself. Yeah. Been by myself for a long time. Been providing for myself for a long yeah. time. And um, been really aware um, recently, like probably the last two years, of how dope I wa- I am. Mm, mm, okay. And still by myself. <laughs> and so kind of feeling like the fuck. The, the you fuck. know, like being irritated. For sure. By, like, or, and, and, and it's 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 kind of that thing of like, why are these hoes winning? <laughs> feeling like oh, that. And then so God. then it's this. Then there was this envy. Oh, yes. right. Oh, yes. And then that's sick. And so I just had, I thought to myself, like, well, are they really winning? But is that the point? Why are you sitting here envious? Mm -hmm. Why, why, like, what is that about? Mm -hmm. And so I just had to do a lot of, and then, and then I thought, started to think to myself, well, what are the ways that you try to position yourself up against these people? So it was like a whole lot of work. That does sound like a, on my end of, it was a lot. It was a lot of work of like, what are the things that you really don't like about yourself because you're yearning like mm, this? So let's okay. talk about that. Let's deal with yeah. that. And then let's deal with why you're yearning for it and what we can do about it. I think the yearn, there's nothing wrong with and I And for, for many years, I convinced myself that my real want and desire for partnership and like a uh, when I say partnership, I mean I'm trying to get weird with somebody. Like I'm you trying to go to the cave, the time. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm, because I fucking fuck? mean it. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to explore sexually, uh-huh. emotionally, spiritually. I'm trying to disappear, go to the fucking cave for a little yeah. while, get off social media. Let's let's get weird together, babe. Like I'm into it, and so. I would, I would, I, there's nothing wrong with At that, all. but I would convince myself, I would convince myself that wanting so badly to be partnered and seeing the value in that somehow made me less strong, yes. less this, yes. and I wasn't focused. Yeah. And now, now that I'm really tapped into my humanity, I'm like, yo, connection and community is all we have. It's paramount. It's there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with yeah. that. And and you might have to accept that it looks different, but like even being home, you know, I came home for, to support my home girl. But as soon as I saw her face, when she got out that rehearsal and she realized we were yeah. there, 
I was like, yo, there's so much love between mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by mm-hmm. it, but I can only I I can only think about the the type of love that's lacking. Yep. And that's yep. where it's a little concerning. Yep. I can yearn for it, but not if you're only if you're only yearning for yep. it. Uh, I think often we di- we we define love by what we don't Absolutely. Have. That's the focus. Absolutely. And I think for me in learning more about decentering romance that was the that was what literally what you just said was what I really wanted to kind of practice for myself because I feel like in my life there have been so many times where I've overlooked friendships I've overlooked relationships with my family I've overlooked even Mm -hmm. the love that I have for the different skill sets that I have, the different practices that I have, because I was so focused on what was missing in my life. The fact that I didn't have somebody to, no one was choosing me and I didn't have anyone to choose so much like, or that I, I, I did care about somebody, but the love wasn't reciprocated. Like it was, it, it was concerning chosen by all these other people, other things. You're absolutely right. But because I was so consumed (laughs) because I was no, but truly, but because I was so consumed with, filling this hole that I thought that I had in my heart because there was no man in it I I wasn't able to identify the fact that I have this beautiful beautiful relationship with my mother and this you know I have this beautiful tribe of people that care for me and look at the things that I'm able to create with my hands like that is to me that is also love you know the things that we create the art that we create and we share with the world that is love and there would there would go like when i was really kind of dealing with heartbreak or the end of a relationship there was this kind of mourning that i would do and not to say that that isn't necessary but then i would also feel like i had to mourn the quote unquote thing that I hadn't achieved or the fact that I was getting to, you know, these certain ages and I still wasn't married. And similar to what you were saying about the envy, I hated the way that like I would sometimes be at friends weddings or, you know, new celebration of life. Like they're having families and I'm, I can't even be present because I'm like, well, where is, where's my Mm -hmm. husband? Where's my family? And these are people that I adore that, that, you know, make my life whole, like they fill it with love. And I couldn't, it, it was starting to scare me that I couldn't be in these places of, of real joy and just celebrate, you know, them because I was so consumed with the lack that I felt that I, that I had. And while it is that going to bed shit, especially now, like, Y'all have all known that my mom was staying with me and she's now gone back to Ghana. And so I am back to really being at home by myself and I'm not talking to anybody like they're they're not even prospects. Like I'm I'm really um, I'm really soloed. I don't want to say that I'm alone because I, I, I do have community, but when you know it's like eight o'clock nine o'clock you know ten o'clock at night you're getting ready to wind down and go to sleep and it's quiet in your apartment and it's dark and like you just really feel very it's so isolating um and I think for me in the work that I'm doing 
for myself, it was really important that I found comfort in in the quiet and the silence and and in the even being alone so that I so that when I do eventually have a partner or I do you know meet somebody that I that I want to pursue a relationship with I don't allow that to become my identity because that was something that I was doing in the past as well and I really want to rid myself of just you know ha- meeting somebody and then just feeling like they're my all and my everything and, and pouring all that I can into that cup and neglecting, you know, the the other things in my life that are important to me. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, how do you, like, in, and I don't want to even say that it's a search for love because I think when you're, in the way that you're speaking now, I feel like when you're walking this walk and you're, you're moving about, with this new ability with that just moving in love that you're it's going to open opportunities for you so is there is there on this journey do you feel like you can do this and potentially be partnered could you do this in tandem with meeting somebody or is this a solo walk um no i feel like i could do it potentially but i don't think about that okay oh wow i could do it potentially with a partner I haven't considered that I, um, in terms of like, oh, could I do this work? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't actively, you know, yeah. there was a time when I was actively like, you need to be single. Yeah. And yeah. that was because I needed to heal and figure out like everything was, is a co-creation in my mind. So I was mm-hmm. like, what is the part you're playing in these relationships that, you know, they're not failed. Cause I, I don't, I would never, Hmm. I would never define a relationship as failed, especially with someone that I loved that, that to me, it's not honoring it, but they didn't turn out. The outcome wasn't what I wanted, right? Right. Necessarily or what we wanted. So I, I did that at this point. I, um, I just have this prayer where I'm like, you know what? God, what is meant for me, let it be mine. And may I be ready when it comes. Mm, mm. So I just have an openness of like, I'm open Mm -hmm. to any and all possibilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I mean that in every way, like people keep fucking with me because I'm the girl that, um, I'm sorry, I'm cussing on here. Girl, do you know who the fuck I am? (laughs) Okay, I was like, I don't know what they do. I don't want to get in trouble. This seems like an important topic. Okay, Uh, but I'm the girl that was, did you know, like, I'm the pussy is mine girl, you know, I'm that girl. And I, and these men (laughs) come to me like, oh, you you the girl from from jasmine's thing and, and they always say that and when they find out and oh did, you know start talking their shit or whatever yeah and they always like oh how are you gonna say yeah it's so corny and i finally just said to them like no i haven't had anybody that maybe want to say that, that my vagina was theirs but i'm ready and willing right <laughs> if, if you come around and I feel that way. Right. Well, I should. But that's the type of thing. It's like I'm open to all the possibilities right. of what's of what's out there. And the possibilities are exciting. And I think that's very romantic. Mm. That's where I find the romance in mm-hmm. the possibility of the thing. Mm-hmm. Not to steal from Love Jones, because that is definitely where that is from. But <laughs> I um, I just realized that I just fucking said. 
Oh, girl. A literal fine. line from that movie. It's fine. It's fine. But um, I, c- I think I could do it um, together. I just I just haven't. I haven't stumbled across anyone that I'm that I'm partnered with, but there's mm-hmm. beautiful men in my life. I would mm. be so curious. I wish Obi was on. Mm-hmm. I'd be so curious to hear what a man's perspective, mm-hmm. or you know, mm-hmm. cisgendered, yada yada yada, blah blah, <laughs> male. Um, oh, we respect all that. Me too, but I just I don't be knowing all the words again. Yeah. Limited vocabulary. <laughs> I hit cisgendered and oh, boom, got it, nailed it. Wait, is it cisgendered, heterosexual? Uh Okay, yes, got it. Male identifying. All right. I would be so curious to know if he's felt like that ever in his life or because I don't, I don't hear, I don't hear many men have these conversations. I have really intimate conversations with men. It's funny. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are like, yo, she Jasmine has a song, not to keep bringing her up, but she has a song called Roster right now. And it's about like a woman talking about her, her roster and like, mm-hmm. we don't even need feelings. Just play your part, stay in your lane. That's it. Be on the roster. Like, right. And so many of my male friends hit me like, yo, she's spitting on this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, y'all right. I was like, oh, I thought I killed that you. That's the evil you talking. <laughs> but it's really not. But I, I just found it to be so interesting uh-huh. that that's the song. They're like, that only they're, that they're one, that one. To, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think they get to an age. I, I know I know a man who is um actively hoping for his partner mm-hmm. but he's also you know 40 plus mm. and so what i think that he's number? can i have a picture you know, i'm just you know put it drop it girl we'll no because i want to marry him in my head you already know who it oh is. Like, I, <laughs> I was like but i'm saying <laughs> i i think <laughs> Never mind. i got my little crush but i um i'm saying that to say like you know there's there's that's the the only one that I've heard speak like that. Right. You know, I've heard right. them say, yo, I got, I got chill. I got to have kids. And it's more about legacy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. less about mm-hmm. partnership. Yeah. Um. So it's very interesting. I, I would love to know, but he's not here. So womp. But, um, <laughs> um, I don't want to speak. Yeah. For I, him, I don't. Uh, yeah. But I, I know that we've definitely had conversations about well, we've talked about it on the podcast about marriage, about, partnership um and it's interesting because (laughs) obi is very um he's very much a relationship guy like i think he does enjoy being in a monogamous relationship um oh he's not mixy he's not he's he's (laughs) don't do that about don't do that to my friend don't do that to my friend you (laughs) you met him in the wrong season that's a (laughs) No, that's a joke. That's a joke. He'll get it when he hears it. But that's a joke. Um, no, (laughs) you know, um, yeah. So, but I, I, then hopefully we, of course, this hopefully won't be the last time that you're on the podcast. And I would love to maybe have this. I really wanted to have this conversation with him, particularly for the reason that you, um, you shared is that we don't hear this perspective Mm. from a lot of men. We don't hear men talk like we. They love to talk about sex. They love to talk about pussy. They love to talk about the dating scene. But when it comes to romance and partnership and something with longevity and like, what what do you see for your life? That isn't something that we typically hear from them. Um, but I do I do think that I don't know if we ask them either. That's that's a good point. 
I mean, I, I don't, I, I yeah, can't say I that for myself. I do, uh, with all of the men that are in my life, I, these are conversations that I have with him. And I know that sometimes mm-hmm. there is a, there's a safety in their, their relationships with women where they feel like they can be open and vulnerable about these things. But even to your point, a lot of it is about family building. Like, I don't want to have, I don't, I wouldn't want to start Legacy. having children without being married. And, you know, maybe some of them is reclaiming their past. Maybe they didn't have, you know, um, health, their parents didn't have a healthy relationship. And so them hoping that their potential marriages or life partnerships can remedy some of the, you know, the aches from the past. But it isn't, that's still not romance. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I, you, I, that, that could be a fair point that we don't do a better job of including them in this conversation. Um, so this might, this might, we might need a part two for I think this. It's also important that they start. Yeah, I think it's important that they also have those conversations amongst themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? I see it happening. When I went to, I went to. Um, I went to a, uh, what did I go to? I went to a talk. It was like a talk plus there was musical selections, but there were a lot of men in the room. There were a lot of women. Okay. There were a lot of men. In um, New York, you and went? It was all cent- and it was all centered around bell hooks about love. Okay. And one of the men, um, a man curated the event, and then mm-hmm. a man and a woman, they guided the conversation. Okay. And I was really impressed and thought to myself, wow. And, and it's interesting because a lot of them have either an infinity for the arts okay. or in the okay. arts. A okay. lot of the folks in the space. And I think, like you were saying, when you do these these artistic things, love is in it. Absolutely. And so I think that there is a, a frequency that they're tapping mm-hmm. into, a vibration mm-hmm. they're tapping into that opens them up and makes them more willing and interested and, ex- and curious yeah. and excited mm-hmm. for that conversation. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that that is a, that's a really, really great observation. Um, because I think if you care enough about a thing um, and, and not to say that like teachers couldn't feel this way or people that work for financial in the financial sector couldn't feel this way. But I think when you are, responsible or there is a passion within you to birth a thing just like having children Mm -hmm. there's so much care that goes into creating a piece or whether it is a, a garment of clothing or a painting or you produce a beat of music or you're editing a photograph like there's so much care and um and and love and adder, like just excitement that goes into into putting that whatever it is together that love has to be dedication attention. especially if if this is something that you would like to be a career or you know you're you're aspiring to to make it something that you can live off of like that that dedication component like striving every day working every day towards you know whatever it is that your goal is like that is something and it's an original original a thought original um 
original creation. Like there, there, that is, there's so much, there has to be so much love in that in order for you to produce it. So I think that that is so interesting that a lot of the people that A, would even be interested in attending an event like that, um, kind of are around the same industry that has to do with creativity and the arts. Um, that, yeah, that, that has to be like probably the perfect place to have that conversation. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Is that okay? Yeah. Girl, it's a conversation. Um, what is your, how would you define love? Hmm. I know. That is hard. Hmm. You can tell me to go to hell and yeah, you're having an existential crisis. <laughs> Fuck okay. off. But you're right. I, I've somebody already... asked me that and I was like, what? <laughs> how do, what? Huh? <laughs> Um, what sir, hyperventilating. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Relax, chill far. out, chill out. Um, I don't know. It's like you loud. <laughs> you know what's so interesting? I think when when you were sharing earlier uh, from the piece that you're reading um, about love being an ability, the the first thing that I thought about was like. In, in everything that we know that love isn't, we know, or like how we, people show us love, mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, it's empathy, it's compassion, it's care. But like, that's not love, because those are, those are those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and so to me, what love is, and I'm trying not to define it with the words that I just shared, but like that's the only thing that I think that I have is it is the ability to care for someone. I don't want to say equal to yourself, but like that's how I think about it. Like the people that I love like, I love me. I love Nana Down. I think she's dope as fuck. There's nothing in the world that I wouldn't do for myself. And then there are, like, and so when I think about how I love and who I love, it is people that I probably will put, that I think are, that that I care for comparable to the way that I care about myself. Does that make sense? Mm. It doesn't have to make sense to me. That's, that's. I, can, I, think, I understand what you. I think that's, that's kind of like the only. I'm asking you. I think that's the only way that I know how, yeah, that's, to me, that's, that's love. <laughs> that's, I think that's how I would have mm. to define it. What's it to, I mean, outside of what you've been reading, what's love to you? Well, I do want to offer, I'll say what I think it is. <laughs> okay. I do want to offer Bell Hooks. Said, oh, yes, yes, um, yes. Hit she us, said hit, a couple hit. things. Okay. Love is a combination of care, commitment, knowledge, responsibility, respect, and trust. Okay. And then she also said, love is the will to extend oneself Mm. for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth. Mm. (sighs) Sorry, I was like, oh, okay, I heard heard you, heard you. Because again, if we're defining love outside of romantic, you know, relationships yeah I, I really like that second definition quite a bit yeah I think that's um, what resonates with me more yeah I I I don't know <laughs> I'm still figuring it out I know sure. what it feels like 
And this is this is uh, this is I not specific know how to I've... any type of love. You're just saying love in general. You know what it feels like. I think right now. Okay. Yeah. I know what it feels like. I think love to me would be being like seen fully. Mhm. And fucked with anyway. Like I fuck, I see you, and I fuck with you anyway. <laughs> heavy. I'll take all the credit. Like, yes, yes. Heavy, huh? You know? Yeah. I I think, um, and that's not very elegant, but I think that is it for me. Of I see you, I see you're crazy. I see you when you are in the house talking to yourself mm-hmm. and and responding to yourself. Mm-hmm. I see you, <laughs> you know, when you're being a little weird with your cat. I see these things. Mm-hmm. I see you when you're being excellent. I see you mm-hmm. when you are being less than excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I see you when you're being hard on yourself. And regardless, I am I'm here. here. I'm so sorry. Yeah. My mother just came up here to <laughs> to check on me because she loves me and can't wait. For me to come downstairs and play with her like a little kid. Oh my god, a baby! I just Aww. had to put my hand up, like girl, kid. But um, yeah, I think, I think for me, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, right now, it's like because I, I think that I, the way I searched for it was in in the relationship that I have with with my friends, where I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, we have seen each mm-hmm. other make mm-hmm. some really dumb, really mm-hmm. awful decisions, <laughs> really ridiculous mistakes, right. really amazing accomplishments, right. babies, you know, engagements, yeah. all kinds of shit. And yeah. here we are still looking at each other like, if you, it, it, listen, if you <laughs> fell off that stage, I catch you. Period. <laughs> you know, if Period. you, you know, I, you upset all right where we gotta fly to you know that's right. the type of time like yeah. shanti myself like all my really core group like wow so i really it's interesting because i'm starting to feel really seen by them and mm-hmm. that is because i'm choosing mm. to to tap into my humanity and acknowledge my own Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and be really honest about like I'm not okay today because mm. I don't normally do that yeah no today I'm sad today I feel this for real girl why <laughs> I can't you know it's shocking it's shocking yeah, yeah I realized like I complain so much about I want you to see me that's what I feel like love is you like, never really show that choose me anyway are you showing them so I think it, I'm reaching a new, we're reaching a new depth of like, yeah, you know, your relationships. So yeah. That's really, yeah, that's really beautiful. But that's what it is right now. I know what romantic love feels like mm. or what I imagine it, what I, what, what I can imagine it um, to be in my deepest desires and fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's the core of it is still see me and fuck mm-hmm. with me heavy mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't no bell hooks, baby. <laughs> now I'm here for the see me, see me and fuck with me anyway. I, 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 I cannot, I, that I, yes, 
Yes. And I it's it's so like, interesting. Actively. Yeah, it's so interesting to me that um even while we talk about romance, the the first love that you shared was friendship. Like you you the, it is affirmed to you that you know you know without a doubt that there is love within your friendships. Um and I'm sure even <laughs> with your mom it's come been the most consistent. Yeah. It's been the it it's even more consistent than her. Yeah, because that's been a relationship we've worked on. That yeah. has been the um, I I'm so grateful. That has been the yeah. most consistent love that I have felt in my life. Yeah, and it and I think that it means even more to me because it's chosen. We do not have to still be have rocking to. together. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's true. We was 14 when we stumbled upon each yeah. other. Yeah, we we're we're still here. Yeah. So I think that I'm really lucky, really lucky. Like they're yeah. literally texting about how much we love each other right now. It's oh, disgusting. I love that. <laughs> no, but I think that that's so I'm reading it. Like so it's showing important. up on my computer like, wow. I think that's so important. And mm-hmm. I think in in kind of bringing the conversation back to decentering romance, it's highlighting those other loves that like noticing them honoring them um catering and caring for them the way that you would if you were in a romantic relationship and i think and kind of to yeah, what I, investing yeah. in them investing in them that's the that's yep. the ability yep. part yep of investing you gotta in invest them. in them yeah because the I, love is there but you gotta pour into it you do you do. And I do think that sometimes, and I can say for myself that I've taken my friendships for granted and not that I didn't, I didn't love them or I didn't, I wasn't um, appreciative of them, but I, because of the the journey that I thought that I wanted to be on in finding a partner, I wasn't investing in my friendships because they've been consistent and long lasting. I assumed that they would always be there. And and you do your yourself mm-hmm. and your relationships a disservice when you move in that way. And so figuring out for me, figuring out a way to continue to pour into myself, t- to be able to continue to pour into my family, and then of course to 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 pour into my tribe, to my community, to the women that when I'm down and out, they've been there for me. When I needed a shoulder, they were there. When it was we were about to roll up on somebody, you know, like the the people who have loved me the longest, um, and and the, not even the longest, but the hardest, like who the, those who have really just have been there um, to not be neglectful. Mm-hmm. And I I know that I've definitely been in spaces where I haven't invested in my friendships the way that I have or that the way that I should because of this desire to fulfill the yearning of being partnered. And I think when I started decentering romance, I was able to, A, notice the love that was that I had there in, in these other relationships and how important they were to everything, the, to the woman that I was becoming and then just kind of like my everyday life. Like it isn't, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to recognize, like take my, my, my eyes off of this thing that I feel like I need to have and I 
Like I really want in an, in an obsessive kind of way. It is, it isn't even a, a freeing love that I want. Like, I feel like I, like something that I just want to grab onto and hold desperately. I don't want to, I wouldn't want to love anybody that way. Um, and so yeah. when I, when I was able to kind of separate myself from that yearn, not to say that it was gone, but just not prioritize it, it was really easy for me to start re-meeting some of my friends and re-meeting some of like re reinvesting in some of the relationships that we've had because I, 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 I know that I had let them kind of go to the wayside um, in an attempt to find a man. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I'll say, um, I don't know how much more time we have, but I will say that, um, whether you're with yourself, whether mm-hmm. you are partnered, whether it's friendships, parents, fam- whatever it is, your pet, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> all of that stuff requires maintenance. It's, yes. every, it's like yes. a car, yes. the ability. Yeah. It yeah. requires tune-ups and it requires investment and requires care and it, re- it, just, it just requires. And I don't like to say work because that feels like, you know, because we also romanticize shit being hard. Right. It doesn't mean it has to be right. hard. Right. You know, it can get hard sometimes mm-hmm. if the shit break down in the middle of the road. But with the right maintenance, it can cruise. You know, mm-hmm. I left my mm-hmm. shit running overnight once. <laughs> and I Did said, you really? well, I got to take it in. And she oh, was all Lord. right. Yeah, okay. Child, I didn't know what I was doing. But what uh-huh. I'm saying is if you take care of your shit, it'll last long. You know, it, yeah. so we, yeah. I, I say that I've had a lot of check-ins with myself. I've had a lot of check-ins with my, a lot of check-ins with my friends. Ooh, it's <laughs> irritating how much work that is. I mean, we have had uh. really hard conversations. A lot of check-ins with my parents, my okay. sister. Okay. You know, a lot where it was like, so... And and it's made us it it's made the relationship so much better and more fruitful and stronger and no that's wonderful more loving no I love that Child. I love that um, one article that I would love to get your feedback on was the idea of decentering um, men and their desirability for us I don't understand like. Um, just that's the that's the whole women. I was like, what? I don't understand. They're desirable. Uh, no, 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 no. Not not that they are desirable, but like how 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 we sometimes as women or you know heterosexual women who are interested. Well, I mean, I guess anybody would want to be desired, but like prioritizing that and and prioritizing how desirable we are to men. And working on decentering, decentering that from our lives. Oh, trying to make ourselves more desirable for them? No, no, no. Just not. Is that what you're saying? Just not focusing on being desirable to men. Like, not prioritizing So the focus is trying to make, like, uh, right. I didn't say that right. Trying to, Mm -hmm. decentering us, prioritizing, you know, being desirable to them. Right. Whoever. Right. Mm. Yeah, I don't think about that either. Because okay. honestly, because I, I, right now, if you if you are just really trying to be the manifestation of love and mm-hmm. you're trying to be your best fucking self, there's no way you're not desirable. Right. Oof, baby. 
I'm sorry. It's not like I, I, yes, I yes, attract yes. a lot of different people for a lot of yes. different reasons. Yeah. I might not be, you know, they might not want to be in a relationship with me, but they want to be around me. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So, and that makes me feel good. And I think, I think I would be concerned if people don't desire to share space with me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's a, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're, if you're, changing yourself and morphing Mm -hmm. and mutating Mm -hmm. and doing these disappearing acts where like (laughs) okay i'm gonna be who this person today and this person the next day and you know shape-shifting right that's a whole other conversation but if you're just actively trying to be your best self because Mm -hmm. you want to be your best self Mm -hmm. you ain't got nothing to worry about Mm. because who wants you will show up amen i I, Yeah. yeah i think for me definitely in my younger years, that was such a concern for me, which is so strange because similar to what you yeah, <laughs> wanted to be chose. Period. Period. And yeah. I think there was a lot of labor in that in that want that I exuded. And I I kind of sometimes I I I um I don't know, I just I really I don't know if you do this, but I sometimes I live in the past often and I play back situations that I've experienced and things that I've gone through. And I say that it's in order for me to learn from them. But some it also I think um, it's like a form of punishment for me to hopefully not make those Mm. mistakes again. Do you feel comfortable sharing us? Like just a generalization. What kind of situation? Like a romantic situation? Sometimes. Where it didn't work out. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's you know maybe uh, a friend and I are not in a good place, and then I'll try to like um, look back and see where maybe where I fell short, um, where they fell short, where there was a lack of communication, just a for myself have a, a a bit of understanding um but i do in a lot of those situations i end up feeling worse than when i looked back and that stuff can't be mm-hmm. changed um and so i'm trying my best not to do that anymore but i i have especially in this internal work that i've been doing as of late and with my therapist I've been going, having to share kind of like the worst parts of my life with this this stranger and reliving a lot of that stuff over again. And I, I've thought about th- the desperation that I felt um, in not in in wanting to be desired and wanting to. Um, get chosen and wanting to feel like somebody sees me. Um, and I think it is a processing that I'm, I'm having to go through now and understanding that that isn't something that I have to do anymore, that I am enough the way that I am. Um, that if, that if I am showing up similar to what, if exactly what you're said, if I'm showing up, as honestly as I can be and, and, and striving to be the best person, the best Nana that I can be, then the people who could even see me are going to be able to, it isn't anything that I can wear. It isn't a way that I put my hair. It isn't, 
the shoes on my feet that are going to attract the people who could even see me if they wanted to. And I think there is um, there is an ease that I feel now in, in getting to know and in, in becoming the woman that I am and understanding that. But um, it, it, it does. There's still a there's still a pain that I feel for. 21 22 23 fuck it 28 year old nana and like just the yearn the 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 yearning of wanting somebody to desire me and not not even desire me in the sexual sense because that happens all the time but desire mm-hmm. to to share space with me desire to to learn with me desire to to just walk just walk this this earth with me um i haven't i've never felt that and you know sometimes i kind of get on myself and i'm like oh am i ever gonna am i I ever gonna get there um and i and i'm even trying to remove that thinking from me and just being open to the the possibilities of of that you know showing up in my life but not feeling so overwhelmed by the idea of having to have that if that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's something that I posted a long time ago that really resonated with me. And it was like, this woman, she t- tweeted it randomly. and But she said, shout out to all the women who are constantly desired, but never loved. Mm. And I was like, ah! um, <sighs> and so I completely understand mm-hmm. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will also say this. Um, when you are striving to be your best self, um, you will be very desirable. I want to correct what I said. You'll be very desirable to some people, mm-hmm. but you will also be very, very undesirable to some mm-hmm. who are not ready to mm-hmm. be their best selves, mm-hmm. who are not ready to see you doing that exactly. work. Exactly, exactly. Like, oh, you want some shit? I can't. <laughs> I don't feel like so. Be cognizant of that, mm. but also I think, um, Nana, I hear you. I think for. I don't know what to say because it for both of us it might we might not get the fairy tale that we've seen. Yeah. And what does that mean? Does that mean that we were not you know loved or that life isn't worth like what does that mean? And that's something that I'm tackling like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean life is going to stop? That my life is any less beautiful? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Um. Mm-hmm. But something else. I, I get weary of going back. I used to go back, Sankofa. I used to go back and think <laughs> about all of the, all the hurt, yeah. right, that I felt. All the things that really reiterated in my head, that ache, that mm-hmm. pain, mm-hmm. that, you know, weariness. And I realized something that my brother-in-law said said once he said oh well it's it's always easier to you know go back and revisit pain because that means something's happening to you Mm -hmm. and so you're the you're the victim Mm -hmm. you're in pain Mm -hmm. someone hurt you it's happening to you it's a a passive approach Mm. to your life it's not active Mm -hmm. you're not activated in that approach and it's 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 very easy to sit in that because yeah, absolutely. Did the pain exist? Yes. So what are you actively doing 
now and what mm-hmm. were you actively doing again it's also co-creation and i think that as you as you and i unfold and look back on some of our decision making right mhm we were well with i mean we probably made decisions completely based off of what we were taught what we right. knew right. how we felt right. about ourselves our conditioning right. I mean, no one's judging us for making those decisions, but now we know that those probably weren't the healthiest. So now moving forward, why are we still revisiting? We got the lesson. No, you're right. So sometimes I think we sit and revisit the pain because to be active in this moment feels too hard. Mm, mm, So maybe mm. to go back and be passive feels comfortable and it feels um, familiar. Mm-hmm. F- familiar. I'm no longer interested yeah. in those familiar feelings. Yeah. You see what I'm no, saying? No, agreed. For sure. For sure. That's that's a really wonderful way of thinking about it. I I am trying actively to when whenever I I feel myself kind of going into those spaces to to not live there too long I can't I'm it it would be disingenuous for me to say that it's never gonna happen or that um I'm never gonna I'm never gonna same yeah but I I don't want to dwell on the past I don't want to um have those past experience dictate who I am today because I'm really excited about the journey that I'm walking right now, the woman that I'm becoming right now, and to live in the shadow of of someone that I'm not I'm I'm not her anymore is is unfair to who I'm becoming. So um it's not the narrative, it's an old narrative. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh well thank you so much, Antoinette. For spending of this course. evening with me Thank and you. you know tackling this topic, um, I don't know if there's anything that you want to leave the people with. Um, any last jewels from either Belle or um, I, I forgot the woman that oh, wrote Joe. <laughs> from oh Sharon Sharon Salzberg Sharon she's a hoot is she I I I, I think for, <laughs> that lady is a hoot she funny as hell you go on the way she she sounds like Roseanne okay and I think that might be why. I'd, I was like, what is this? <laughs> but I'm so into it. It uh-huh. is so it's such a mind fuck to listen to her speaking and look at her mm-hmm. and you're just like, this isn't what I was expecting at all. And I'm But here I'm getting for what it. I need to get? Completely. Okay, wonderful. But I'm here for the fact like I'm like, wow, because it made me uh-huh, you know, reflect on my own shit. I'm yeah, like, why didn't yeah. you think why weren't you expecting that? You know? But she's Ugh. dope. I, I don't have anything. I just say, you know, be your best self. And mm-hmm. I think try to be the man. Of, I don't know. Try to. Def- I, I challenge and invite everyone to figure out what love, what their definition of love is. What is it? Because yeah. it's, yeah. it's hard when you, it's hard to put that to words. It is. So. Incredibly difficult. Yeah. And, I, and I'd like to think that I am. Mm-hmm quite articulate and it had me stumbling over myself so that might be an assignment for all of us well i don't think i'm articulate so. <laughs> i i don't like the way it's that you talk about yourself because it's not true i love myself but, now i don't mean i don't course. love myself i cannot be articulate no. and still be dope as fuck but i know that some you know i what? use some words I, wrong i think i said an affinity instead of affinity i think <laughs> it's been sitting on my spirit i'm not sure 
but y'all knew what I, I meant. Leave, leave you, so. you're fine. You are more than fine, sis. But and I love are. that. I think that that's a great <laughs> assignment for all of us to sit and think about what 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 our definition of love is. What is love? Um, if asked to you, how would you define it? Um, I think that that is wonderful. I thank you. I don't I don't have too much to leave with the people either. I think that if decentering romance is something that you is a practice that you feel like can benefit you, I would definitely encourage you to to try it. I think it was a really interesting challenge for me. Um, because when I first saw the post that Lauren shared, it, it just sparked something in me. Like maybe this is something that I need to do. Um, and I think for the better part of a year, that's kind of been my walk. Um, and I, I think even with me practicing it and thinking that like I, was affirmed in my person. And so if, if I met someone that it, (laughs) like the whole thing was for me to not be consumed by my relationships, I still think I have some work to do. I'm not all the way there yet. Mm. Um, But also maybe that's not a bad thing. I don't know. I think that that's something that I'm figuring out. Like, is it okay that like I get really devoted? Maybe that's not bad. It feels, it doesn't always feel good to me. And so that's why I was trying to figure out a way of, of moving in a different space. Um, and so, you know, the journey continues. I'm, we're, I'm not perfect. I will never proclaim to you. Um, but I'm really happy to be able to explore this concept with you. You've definitely shared some things with me that um, are going to help me kind of redefine the way that I think about romance. Um, I really loved what you shared with us in the beginning about the way that I wash my dishes, the way that I wash my hands, the way that I put my clothes on, like all of that can be done in love and not forgetting that. Um, I, that's definitely something that mm-hmm. you shared with me that I'm definitely going to walk away um, away with it from this conversation. So I love you, friend. Thank you so much for sitting in um, for our dear Obi. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Work Bay with Nana and Obi and Antoinette. <laughs> um, you guys know that you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, at Work Bay Pod. Of course, if you come up with your own definition of love and you want to share that with us, feel free to send us an email at workbaypod at gmail.com definitely 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 if you're not which I think would be insane if you're not listening to the Around the Way Curls podcast definitely tune in they launch new episodes every Thursday right every Thursday Mm -hmm. (laughs) every Thursday you can catch (laughs) every Thursday and then of course follow them on their uh, social platforms Instagram you guys gotta you have a Twitter I'm not on the Twitter so I never know are y'all on the Twitter yeah (laughs) Y'all can we don't really be on there, but yeah, we got You can one. follow them on Instagram and at Twitter at Around the Way Curls. I love you so much, Sistrin. Thank you so much for being here. Love you too. Y'all have a good Thank night. Thank you. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.